This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is David DeYoung. He's the founder and partner of Screen6 and has been closely involved in the development of innovation regarding the latest technologies for online marketing and advertising. David, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, indeed. I'm here. All right. Get, get specific for me. What does Screen6 do and how do you make money? How do we make money? Good question. And what do we do? Well, let me start at the beginning. Uh, we focus on identity resolution in digital advertising, uh, which essentially means that we uh, are a company that works for other technology companies in our ecosystem, uh, and we inform them what devices belong to which users. So imagine, for example, a uh, 20 years ago, you know, you, Nathan, you might have had one laptop at home, uh, which was shared across your whole family. It was pretty easy for an advertiser to track usage there, right? Like cookies and stuff, they, they needed just one cookie to track. Nowadays, everyone has many digital and connected devices, mobile, desktop, tablet, in-app, etc., cetera, uh, and even smart televisions. What Screen 6 does is we connect all the different identities uh, to individuals, uh, therefore informing our clients uh, what their consumers are doing across devices and across uh, media uh, verticals. Okay, and so how is this different than like a clear bit or a full, you know, a full contact or these kinds of companies? I'm assuming, actually, I don't know these companies. I'm assuming these companies, they focus more on the marketing uh, or the CRM side well, of this business. Do, yeah, I just saw on my research team noted that on your website, you talk about your new features, CRM onboarding, campaign analytics, UTT yeah. connectivity. I mean, those companies I just mentioned do a lot of like, you know, hey, give us an IP address or give us a domain name and we'll tell you all the information about the people on these kinds of companies, yeah. but you're not doing that. No, I, I guess those are more like census-based and uh, they're using the IP to abstract uh, some information about the, the household potentially. Uh, what we do is more individually focused. So it's more for a display advertising uh, use cases, for example, where uh, you're showing a banner uh, to someone and you would like to know whether you've already exposed this person, yes or no, whether they might have already uh, converted with you uh, or whether they uh, they have a specific a profile that you you might have some historical knowledge on. And how do you charge? Is it a, a pure SaaS play? It's pure SaaS play indeed. Okay. So what do people pay you on average per month, would you say? I would say that's about 20 to 25K a month. Okay. Okay. So you're very much in the enterprise range. Yes. Yeah. All right. We are. Give us more of the backstory. When did you launch the company? We launched the company about four years and a half ago. Uh, we is my co-founder, who's actually also the CTO and myself. Uh, we've been entrepreneurs, uh, also uh, doing our previous business together for about 12 years now. Uh, what happened started, to that one? We sold it. Good, so good outcome was, or, or, or not? Well, be honest. At, time it was a, at that time, it was a good outcome. Uh, yes, I think we could have been able to continue for a short while and, and might be able to leverage a bit more 
um, what we know right now. But you know what? Uh, hindsight, 2020, etc. cetera. Uh, it doesn't help us at all. I, I have no regrets. Uh, what was the size of that? What was the size of that company in terms of revenue before you sold it? Uh, ARR about uh, 1.6 or 1.8 million. Okay. So what oh, you sorry, see? MRR. MRR. Yeah. Got it. So you're doing, I mean, you were doing what? North of 20 million a year? Uh, we were doing, wow, this is 2010, uh, no, mid-10s. Mid okay. And when you say that you could have done better, I mean, are you just saying like the, the multiple you got on ARR, you think you could have you know, done it yourself a bit longer and gotten a better deal there? Or what, what do you mean by that? Yeah, I think that that's about right. We, we were focused not so much on global expansion. We were not focused on, on, on uh, funding the company. We were basically growing uh, our business uh, yep. organically. It was bootstrapped. It, it was indeed. Wow. That's our current company. Most, most of, let's say we have a bit of seed funding, funding in our current company as well. How much total funding most, in the current company? 600K. Okay. So basically bootstrapped. Now that first company you guys worked together on, were you guys the only two founders? You just split it 50, 50 or no, it was different. No, it was actually my, uh, my co-founders. Uh, well, he had a company before this, a creative firm. Uh, and the business that we run before this was a technology that they developed within this, uh, the creative company. Um, and they couldn't really spin it off, right? It, it, it they, they were charging hours to their clients, but this was a SaaS model. Yep. So it, it didn't really, uh, you know, didn't interact with their internal, um, um, challenges and, and, and the way they sell. So when you sales. sold it, they sell the tech and the agency or just the tech? No, just the tech because it was spun off already. Okay. Uh, a couple of years before. Okay. I mean, but that seems like, I mean, it was a pretty significant financial event for you. If I mean, if I'm doing the math, there's two of you and you have a 50, 50 ish and you sell it for call it 10 or 20 or 30 million bucks. It's still a pretty meaningful event for you. Let's say it could have been better than uh, what you're saying now. All right, good. Tell me about the current company. So there's two of you. Now, did you split this one 50, 50 or how'd you have the tough equity conversation? We have, we have, the, we have this seat, uh, investment as well, but it's, it's 50, 50 between the two of us. Yes. Okay. The part it. that we retain. Yeah. So it's what it's like 40, it's like 40, 40, 20 or something like that. Whatever the seed people took. Yeah. 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 It's a commas and dots, but yes. Yeah. Okay. Very good. And, um, so you took the seed funding and then where are you today? So obviously you launched about, uh, in 2013 ish, where are you today in terms of total customers using the platform? Yeah, we are in the twenties now in, in terms of uh, clients. Okay. Um, we started indeed a couple of years ago, but, uh, what is interesting is that the company might, might exist for about four years and a half now, but we kind of pivoted halfway. So we, we, we started the business focusing on cross device as well, but became a more, uh, a service oriented, uh, a campaign oriented, uh, business model where we were selling to agencies and brands and we pivoted, uh, towards a, um, a business model where we are servicing SaaS uh, companies and technology companies. Right. Uh, but I mean, well. it sounds like you've scaled, I mean, 20 customers paying, you know, 25 grand per month puts you at about 500 grand in MRR. Or is that generally accurate? Uh, it, it's, it's, uh, oof, it, we, we, I am calculating. I want to give you a good number. Um, it's about two thirds of that. Okay. Got it. So you're doing about, you're doing, we have some, legacy, we have some legacy companies still in the, some legacy clients from the early days. Got it. So you're doing about 350 K a month right now. Yeah. Okay. And what is that up from? If you go back and look at 12 months ago in December, at the end of December, 2016, what were you doing then? We were doing about, uh, 40% less. 
uh, we did grow pretty pretty good over the year, uh, but we also had some struggles during last year, uh, where uh, one of our companies uh, filed for bankruptcy, which let let us uh, basically that well that was a pretty big disappointment. Did that, did that company make up more or less than ten percent of your total revenue? Uh, yes, they did. More. At that time, yeah, yeah, no, uh, they did about ten percent of them at at that time revenue. Yeah, so that's why it was tough for you guys. You had to figure out how to replace that revenue pretty quickly. Yeah, you know, we were expecting, of course, that revenue during the year, and we were already investing on top of that. And then, uh, you know, once of a sudden they 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 fade away and they take a big loss in in unpaid bills, and of course, all the future revenue is not coming as well. So that's uh, that's a loss in uh, in our for for us, sorry. Uh, and then also what is happening in our industry, and that's something that happens all the time in, in ad tech or marketing technology, consolidation between companies. So uh, we might have two clients today, but you know, if one buys the other, then you're left with one client and they're obviously not going to pay the, 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 the sum of uh, that, that was the previous amount paid because yep. of the SaaS model. CRMs might be the tool that I fight with the most. I just haven't found one that I really liked. I don't know if you guys are the same way, but they're just so tricky. And a while ago, I had a guy named John Lee on my show. He's the CEO of ProsperWorks. And he told me they just passed 40,000 customers and 24 million in annual revenue. So they're doing about $286,000 in revenue per employee. And I said, wow, why is this working? And I said, you know what? I'm going to try it. So I went to prosperworks.com forward slash love your CRM, signed up, and it immediately became clear why it worked. Those of you that love growth hacking, you should go to that link just to see how they do the onboarding. That's prosperworks.com forward slash love your CRM. In short, it's like magic. You know, I'm not the guy that, you know, finishes the sales call and then takes the time to actually put data into the CRM. They have this magical way of just doing it. And it's a beautiful thing. So every morning when I wake up, I just go, okay, what leads are ProsperWorks telling me to reach out to because they're most likely to close and it works so well. And you guys know I love money and I love only focusing on the leads that are going to close. So I encourage you to try ProsperWorks. They're sponsoring the show. Check them out at prosperworks.com forward slash love your CRM. Folks, that's again, prosperworks.com forward slash love your CRM. What's your annual logo churn? logo churn that you mean how many clients are, are, are leaving us or it's a term i don't know i don't know so i'm just guessing no that's okay um, well i don't want you to make some, i don't want you to make something up what what do you measure in terms of churn do you measure dollar churn or logo churn what do you measure we we measure indeed what you say logo to okay. churn so it's about 10 percent annually of see yeah okay i mean that's pretty that's not bad that's pretty healthy um what is the in terms of acquiring these customers, I imagine it's pretty high touch. What are you paying to acquire them? Do you know? We, I, I can check this exactly because we have, uh, you know, the whole, um, let's say it takes us about three months or so to earn back the, uh, the client. So about a hundred K more or less. Yeah. So you're spending about a hundred K to acquire the customer. It's taking you three months to essentially earn that back if they're paying 25 or 30 grand per month. And that's your current kind of money velocity. Yeah, so that's that's basically four months actually. The, yep. It takes four months to yep. admit it. Yeah. That's healthy. And then what do you assume lifetime value is on these customers? Do you have a good sense of that or no? Not yet because we are still scaling and uh, no, I, I can't say uh, for sure. Of course, we can calculate with the churn and, and the growth that every client does, but 
you know, in a company that has like 20, 25 clients or so, it's very difficult for us to predict the yeah. lifetime value. Or it just lies to you. Like if we just calculated yours based off how some people calculate it, you would take one divided by your monthly churn, right? Which is 1%. So they stay with you a hundred months. And if they pay 25 grand a month on average, it's 2.5 million in LTV, but that can be deceiving. I, th- I think that the math could work. But the, in, in actuality, it might not work out that well. As you yeah. know, in, in smaller companies, when you don't, when you didn't re, uh, yet achieve a, a, a certain uh, level uh, of, of revenue, it's very difficult to, pre, to predict. What's your team size today? Uh, we are 18 uh, people at the moment. Okay, based where mostly? Amsterdam mostly. Okay, Amsterdam, good. And, and we um, have a team in New York as well. Okay, Amsterdam and New York City, good. And then what is the, I mean, how do you make decisions around when to raise capital or not? So you've raised, for the size you are, you've actually done a good job at really not raising that much capital. How do you make decisions around that? Well, there's there's so many influence, like things that influence me and, and my co-founder and, and also the board uh, making these decisions. Uh, a lot is gut feeling. I, I think that, you know, we can create excels and we can create, you know, budgets and, and predict what what amount of money we need to um, to sustain a certain growth. And um, and then, for example, multiply it by two and try to raise that amount of money. Right. And and that I think if we start, if we'll raise, which will likely happen in, in uh, this year, uh, we'll make that uh, that assumption, as I just said. So yeah. we're looking for investments, like what do we need to invest in, like marketing, sales, uh, technology as well. So what, you think you'll um, raise like 5 million-ish? I'm, I, I can't, it's not set in stone, but I think some somewhere in the 5 million range yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah, and then what, obviously you're overseas, so I'm curious what the investing, investing environment is like over there. What valuation do you think you'd be able to get if you raise 5 million? Ooh. I, or maybe I, let me I ask this say. differently because instead of ins- instead of trying to predict the future, I mean, how do you value the company today? I value the company today somewhere in the high twenties to thirties. Uh, okay, got it. So approximately four and a half or five x ARR. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, made the calculation for me. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. All right, good stuff. Let's wrap up here, uh, David, with the famous five one word answers here. Number. One. Um. It's uh, Masters of Scale, which is actually not a business book. It's a good one, though. All right, number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? It's a CTO, Werner Vogels, the CTO of Amazon. Okay, CTO of Amazon. Number uh, number three, is there a favorite online tool you have uh, besides your own? 